1: Betches media presents ha ha laugh funny mention it all a bravo by Betches podcast we don't say that but now we said it with dylan hafer on, check me out. and barry rosenfeld i need to start drinking alcohol now go to sleep we...
0: hey everyone welcome back to the mention it all podcast i'm dylan hafer and i'm barry rosenfeld
1: and today's episode is just gonna be about heather's house that's it. That's all oh we're talking about. Oh my gosh. We
0: finally, got, we finally got our tour after all of these years of, you know, having to watch the YouTube videos, which are great, but just not the same.
1: Can I just say, like, I'm happy we got that tour because, like, it was owed to us. But, like, as she was doing it, I was just like, I wouldn't do this. Like, I wouldn't broadcast this.
0: Okay. I was thinking about this because I think you and I both really like Heather. Oh, yeah. But there definitely, as I've been, you know, posting about Orange County leading up to the season and like seeing, you know, more discourse online, there definitely are a fair amount of people who don't love Heather and think she's kind of obnoxious and, you know, stuck up and all of that. And I respect that opinion. I enjoy her on the show, whatever. But I think when I was watching the scene, I was like, oh, people are going to be so annoyed. Because they're going to be like, oh, like Fancy Pants is back and she's showing off, blah, blah, blah. But then I was thinking about it and there is a 100% chance that production was like, okay, this is, we're going to have you give a tour in the first episode because we know people want to see it. So I don't, I, I know what you mean. Like it was a lot, but I also think it was definitely something where production basically told her to do it. Uh, absolutely. Um, I have. There are a lot of moments in this first episode of Orange County, if you're unaware of what we're talking about. <laughs> um, there are a lot of moments where it's kind of like, okay, so this was a little bit arranged by production because there is like a cast shakeup. Heather hasn't filmed with any of these women before except Shannon. So there need to be some. You, there has to be some connecting of the dots to get the group together, and you know, it is what it is, we're, we all know how reality TV works, but it was kind of funny in this episode, it's like oh, so Heather's on a walk with Nicole, who sort of knows Shannon and Shannon's mm. gonna invite, and you know Shannon's friends with Gina, and Gina sh- Shannon's gonna bring Gina to this lunch, and then Noelle is, like, it there's a lot of like we're connecting the strings on the board and like, but I, I I like that they're not pretending too much that it's like an existing friend group.
1: I know. I have to say that I did tweet this. This premiere was one of the best premieres that I've ever watched. It was very strong. And all that it proved was that it needed a little cash shakeup. Last season of Orange County Mm -hmm. was one of the worst seasons that ever existed. And the fact that I personally think that this premiere was so good i think it's leading into what we see will be a lot of drama and like in the perfect way exactly what you just said they're connecting all these people like they're leading us Mm -hmm. into it and it's it was really cool also because there was that five-year gap that heather wasn't on the show like they showed where her kids back and forth and they were such babies oh my god
0: so I had kind of forgotten how young Heather's kids were when she first came on the show. Um, Coco was the like other four. Night, <laughs> no, Coco a- was like one. Because she's 12. Okay, so I went to this press event the other night that Heather was at, and I was talking to her, and she was saying that it's basically the 10, it's been 10 years since she started filming for started the show. Started
1: filming, yes, yes, yes. Right,
0: so Coco... Took her first steps on camera. Right. And like obviously now, you know, Max and Nikki are seniors in high school. Cat um, is 15, she said. So like her kids are at a completely different phase of life than when she was on the show before. And it's so fun to see her having her those relationships with her kids that are, you know, almost adults at this point. Um,
1: I've always loved her and Terry's dynamic with the kids. I think they're like a very fun family.
0: Yeah, and I think I appreciate the thing of when parents, you know, talk to their kids like they're real people and don't, you know, sort of treat them like babies. And I think Heather is the kind of person where both in her family and in her friendships that we see on the show, she doesn't like bullshit. She doesn't like, Mm -hmm. you know fake you you know she just is a very like tell it like it is kind of person and I feel like she does a good job with working that into her parenting style as well um and you know it let's just say it the house is stunning I mean so I mean (laughs) but you know she doesn't think they don't have an exorbitant amount of rooms they're just bigger
1: yeah the rooms are just bigger than what (laughs) normal people have
0: I love that Gina is like your bed looks small, and she's like it's a California king. Everything looks small in this room. Like, so oh we had to get God. all the
1: furniture custom to fit the room. Heather is funny in a way where like she's so she's like a she's like acting always, but but real, not like being fake. She just is such like a character. It's so she, yeah,
0: she fun is so, to watch. <laughs> she has this affectation that I think if it if it felt fake, it would be. Super obnoxious.
1: Yes, that's just and she's who not. she is.
0: And she's yeah. like, "Feel
1: these towels? Oh my god, aren't they delicious?" Gina, Gina, come look at the towels. And Gina was really funny during the tour. Her commentary. Yeah, this tour.
0: <laughs> we're we're just we're getting the tour out of the way now, even though it was not at the beginning of the episode. Because let's we be have real, to. it it must be spoken about. <laughs> the ju- the difference between how Shannon was experiencing this tour and how Gina was experiencing this tour was. Uh, really something because every single thing Shannon is seeing in this house is like a painful reminder (laughs) of how she does not have the life that she once had and let's be real wishes she still had she's like oh she's like oh yep I used to have a fridge like that haven't been to this neighborhood in a while (sighs) Ah, yep yep this was we had this stuff too and there's this like deep Deep sadness to her, which is present constantly, but it's like amplified in <laughs> this house. Totally. And then Gina, every single thing, she, it's like she's at Disneyland. Every single thing. Yeah. The heated towels. Oh, my God. The marble. I always said I was going to have a closet like this. Heather, it's this she closet. Goes, oh, my is, God. The windows are washed regularly. <laughs>
1: She goes I love secret doors but all let us up get That Shannon's house was spectacular like her the house she lived in like her original house was like absolutely
0: beautiful she, but Shannon's house was like the just tasteful so yeah. I feel like Guys. Heather's <laughs> house. house is a little more over the top whereas Shannon's house was like very classic elegance um
1: heather's house is yeah. restoration hardware when you walk into it in new york city like that's what it looks like well yeah no, somebody restoration said hardware is like peasants compared to Heather's. somebody house, said it's but like still.
0: it's like z gallery for millionaires
1: <laughs> can we also talk about this little minor crossover we had when they went to the laundry room and there was like uh someone do- just ironing when i was like whoa this is like we're on below deck like there was just someone uh, on the ironing board
0: <laughs> Somebody's stuck in the laundry. Um, in the laundry.
1: Next to her um, wrapping wall, there was a wall that you can wrap presents on. Oh my God. I just,
0: I just want to. Like,
1: they um, had to take a break for a drink. They had to take a break during the tour for a cocktail.
0: When Gina's like, I wish I wore my Nikes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, so oh. let's rewind a little bit. Also, we're gonna talk about Ultimate Girls Trip after OC. We didn't, I didn't feel like we didn't really do like an intro to this episode. We just we couldn't right stop talking it. about the house. Um, so Heather kind of intros us, um, and then Heather is on a walk with her friend Nicole. And based on this episode, it is very obvious that Nicole was originally maybe going to be a housewife, and then something happened because she's not in the official cast um but we get a lot of nicole this episode and nicole is going to be sort of a pivotal person because it turns out there is some um some drama under she's the so
1: fucking hot like i can't she even hot.
0: you know she... who she looks like she looks Carmen like Sophie. Stan- no she looks like sophie stanbury um, Caroline's sister?
1: Yeah, no, yeah, a little. But like, it was funny how they kept referencing that she looked like Pamela Anderson just because she dated Kid Rock. She doesn't look like Pamela Anderson. I just need to get that straight. She looks like Carmen Electra, which is both very good things. But right,
0: it's like she doesn't, doesn't look, look like, like Pam Anderson. She's no. just hot in the same way that Pam Anderson right. is hot. They have this. They have a similar, you know, is hot. She hot. is hot. Um, <laughs> so, so Heather... Right off the bat, asks if she knows Shannon, and I love that we're being told that Heather and Shannon reconnected because Heather texted her to congratulate her on her like lemon tincture <laughs> business venture. And it's like that is one of the more one of the more made up scenarios we've we've heard <laughs> that it's like after five years out of the blue, Heather's just like congrats on the business, and then now she's they're...
1: like, thanks, I'll send you some.
0: <laughs> um, but so. Um, Heather is having a little luncheon catered by Nobu, naturally, Um, and so she invites Nicole and Shannon's going to be there, and I like that Heather has to set up that this is where the full cast is going to come together because she's like, lots of empty seats at my table, bring whoever you want, and so, you know, Nicole's going to bring Noella and, you know, Gina is gonna come with Shannon, and so is Emily, and then they're gonna bring Dr. Jen, who we'll talk about in a second. But I I love that, you know, kind of putting the like puzzle pieces together of like, okay, here's the cast.
1: <laughs> yes. Can we also just talk about the fact that they keep saying Shannon already met Dr. Jen and they kept saying the vowel renewal? And if anyone remembers anything from last season, it's that Shannon was so drunk at the at the vaurner roll she doesn't remember anything so i was yeah. like that's an irrelevant like connection and they kept showing her like in the background of each like scene i was like this doesn't make
0: sense tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card In orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. What's a little bit intriguing is that both of our new housewives, Noella and Jen, have probably the, the their biggest connection to OC was Bronwyn because there were There was a while like back when like when season 15 was airing, there was a while where Bronwyn and Noella were like BFFs and Noella Mm -hmm. was on the show a little bit last season toward the end. Um, And then she and Bronwyn kind of had a falling out, I think. Um, And then also Bronwyn was friends with Dr. Jen. Obviously, she was at the vow renewal, you know. So it's kind of funny for this season that they clearly brought in these women that were sort of through Bronwyn but then Bronwyn did not get brought along with them and it's so so far it kind of seems like it's working I don't oh yeah I don't have I don't have strong negative feelings about Bronwyn but I'm also not sad that she's no longer on the show um and I mean we we really haven't seen much of Noella um a little more of Dr. Jen but you know they're both very new but I kind of I'm into the vibes I'm getting so far. And we know Noella and her husband, Sweet James, are in the middle of a very messy divorce now, which is going to play out at least partially during the season. So there's there's a lot coming down the pipeline.
1: Noella is such a breathtaking woman that it's almost like Mm -hmm. intimidating when she's on screen. It is like she's so beautiful. And I love how her and statuesque. Oh, yeah. They met because they had matching Cartier bracelets and they were like, let's just be you know, friends.
0: It's like it's like the, the the thing of like when you're in a, you know, the club bathroom and you're, you know, complimenting the girl on her lipstick. It's like the rich. Per- yep. you we were, you were at a private airport bathroom. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And Heather was like, oh, well, that makes sense. And also the scenes right next to each other of noella nicole and heather sipping champagne while gina shannon and emily are ripping tequila shots at lunch oh my God. I, I do that. like that emily and gina really are genuine like friends in real life i yes. love their friendship however when shannon joined them they're now friends they joked that they were the new trace amigas which i didn't believe for a second when, they, no. when Shannon was saying how they never really had a friendship and then just a f- two or so months ago started hanging out, this is not good. They already set us up for what's going to happen this season. Like, they're not right. actually this, friends.
0: This reeks of Shannon realizing <laughs> that they're going to start filming again soon uh-huh. and that she's not going to have any friends. And <laughs> let's just say, you know, so Gina and Emily don't know Heather before they started filming this season And clearly, once they did meet her, especially for Gina, Gina didn't have a problem making friends. So I think Shannon, you know, it sort of feels like she's tried to, you know, work her way in with Gina and Emily, because at this point, Gina and Emily are the other two, you know, veterans on the show. They're the ones that Ah. have been there, which feels crazy. But if you look at the actual cast, you know, makeup, it's true. And, (laughs) you know... You, it felt like Shannon sort of wanted to have a team before Heather and the new girls came in. And, I mean, she just can't even keep it together for one episode. Um, before we t- So before we talk about the Nicole stuff, I do just want to mention um, what Gina talks about her and her ex, Matt, at the beginning of the episode. I mm-hmm. thought that was such a great moment for her. Um, she seems like she is in the best position she's ever been in on the show. She seems... She looks great. She seems happy. She sounds more confident than she's been. Um, and hearing her talk about having to give that v- victim impact statement, even though she knew you, you know, she and Matt had gotten to a better place, she knew that she had to do it for herself and for her kids. And I, I just thought that was such a great moment. And I'm glad she got to have that moment.
1: Yeah, she's one of those housewives where we've as viewers have seen her come a long way on like an actual real journey and she looks good. She looks like she's in a good place and she's driving again. Stay off the roads. She said, I know I'm a good driver (laughs) if I just don't hit things. So it should be everyone's goals, by the way.
0: She's like, I feel like by not hitting something, I've achieved the goal of driving. And I'm like, correct. Yeah. That is Um, true. Keep, keep that same energy. And also just have to shout out Shane Simpson for passing the bar because they lowered the bar so he could reach.
1: That setup was so fucking good that Emily was like, go for it. Just go for it. I can't. But I I still wouldn't choose him as my lawyer. But, you know, good for you, Shane. It's it's been
0: a long journey, but great. Oh, my God. It's just even without the pun aspect of it that Gina leaned into just the fact that Shane passed the bar by default because they lowered the score like.
1: Right. They even said last night, like, would you choose, on Watch Happens Live, would you choose, like, I just said no, but, yes, but with some of Emily's assistance. Like, I would want Emily with him, (laughs) because she's (laughs) badass. She looks great, too, this season. I feel like everyone is just in such a good place right now. Refresh, we hit the refresh champagne button in Heather's closet.
0: Yeah, Emily has finally (laughs) passed her, like, new hip! era and now is in her like okay i am working out a lot i got some little nips and tucks and i am looking good feeling gorgeous um and she does Let's look take great.
1: a trip to Dr. Jen's office, shall we?
0: I know. I didn't realize that so i thought that she was a plastic surgeon um but it turns out she is yeah. an aesthetic medicine physician which is Botox. she's like a she's like a legit doctor but i think she just does more like right yeah like Cosmetic treatments, but not. She owns surgery. a med spa.
1: Owns a med spa, but like higher yeah, I mean, end than Heather Gay's med spa. I mean, like
0: med spas, lucrative. Like, because insurance isn't paying for any of that shit. So you're, you know, everybody. Oh yeah. Everybody there is like swiping well, the credit card.
1: And as she says, they're swiping other people's credit cards as well, which Swi- is a little swiping juicy. Swiping married men's credit cards, which is really juicy. Um, I like I Jen. <laughs> I gotta say, I don't I, I I need to get a little further in. I I compared to the other two, I don't know, she wasn't the strongest yeah. for me. So Yeah, we'll, see.
0: well, so I feel like she kind of because we haven't seen we haven't seen her like dip her toe into drama yet, which of course it's only been one episode. But like right off the bat, Nicole is kind of the the lightning rod of this whole situation. Whereas Jen, we we actually get to meet her family more. Her right. Husband's, Her husband is husband's hot. hot. Very hot. Um, they had she had three kids in 15 months, which um is crazy. There there are twins in there. If you didn't watch the episode, that's literally like (laughs) there's always twins. There's always twins, I feel. Uh, There I want I wanna do like a study of how many twins we have or like multiple. Yeah. babies we have on Housewives versus like in the population at large because I feel like there are a lot of twins.
1: <laughs> Housewives takes Housewives like is responsible for all of the twins in the
0: world. I'm going to be on like Ancestry.com looking up <laughs> Housewives
1: who because <laughs> so many people have twins, right? Uh, absolutely, D- and D- Megan. Speaking of O C, Megan King has twins, also right? And she does have twins. Yeah. Giselle
0: has Giselle has twins. Um, Shannon has twins. Yeah, Obvi- duh, of Jen. course. Oh,
1: Emily has twins. Does Emily have twins? Emily's twin boys.
0: I'm so bad at. Rem- oh, um, J- Jackie has two sets.
1: Jackie has two sets of twins. Literally, it's it's wow. it's actually crazy. I know we can. Could- no, actually, ha- let's do this, Dylan. Let's make a list. Okay, Not I'll, right now.
0: I'll make a list. I'll make a list. I'll check it twice. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah. So, Doctor Jen, we'll
1: see. Um, but so. I feel like she kind of, this might be exaggerating, but I feel like she so far to me, like, radiates drama. Like, I feel like something is coming. I know Nicole is what we're focusing on right now, but I feel like something's coming with Dr. Jen. And is it Dr. Jen, Jenny, Jennifer, what are we calling her? What is her name? Jenny, she said to someone.
0: She said Jenny when she showed up to Heather's house, which was funny because I'm like, I don't think you've ever met Heather before. So it's funny to introduce yourself as Jenny. Um, Yeah. I feel like people call her Jen. Like I think okay. that's kind of like her name is Jennifer, Dr. but Jen. but we're we're getting to the point where there are a lot of Jens on Bravo. Yeah. We have oh, let's Jen do Shah, Jens and
1: twins. Jens and twins. <laughs> Jen Shah, Jenny
0: Wynn, Jennifer Aiden. Um, we're missing. Hold on, we're missing. There has to be some Jens. Jen. I don't know. Lots of Jens though. Jen, Jen, Even Jen. I mean that's still a lot. There's lots of Heathers too. <laughs> So much okay. to keep track of.
1: Um, I, I need to mention something else. When okay. uh, they did all of the arrivals at Heather's party, did mm-hmm. anyone else notice Nicole's blurred out vagine because her dress was so oh my short? God, no. There was a blur. Oh, I need to go
0: because back. Because
1: her, yeah, you need to go back. Okay, also, <laughs> I hate. So you get her being the hot it. one.
0: So Shannon showed up first and. So it was like this little group of very Heather's friends, ladies who lunch, mm-hmm. you know, the well like Ram- it's like when Ramona has a luncheon. Oh god. It was kind of like those women and then Shannon shows up and I have to say I think Shannon looked a little ridiculous. The the high the like half up high pony with like the clearly extensions and it's like perfectly curled.
1: Clearly it, extensions. She like took them right out of the pack and 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 pinned them on her head.
0: Like that hairstyle to me is a little overdone. I think on Housewives, and it works in the right situation, but in this, I was like, "You look a little bit like a like a Barbie doll, not in the best way." Whatever. Her hair actually
1: looked good before she turned around, like before they showed the extensions down to her ass, and then I thought
0: uh, Doctor Jen looked great. I loved that floral dress that she was wearing. Um, Gina looked great. I loved the pink. Gina's Uh, confessional
1: looks. Can we give that a shout out too? That like like, drapey gold
0: necklace situation is kind of fun. To be
1: honest, Heather, I agree. She did look very Audrey Hepburn. The dress was very matronly. She looked stunning, but it wasn't for me.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay, so this situation with Nicole. So Shannon apparently knows that Nicole sued Terry Dubrow at some point in the past. And for whatever reason... Heather doesn't seem to know this about Nicole, even though allegedly Nicole is Heather's friend. I don't. But how does she not know this? She was Nicole Weiss. Um, But so Shannon knows this and she has told Gina and Emily. And she also asked Emily to use her legal resources to essentially dig up more dirt about this. But she has given Gina and Emily explicit instructions that they are not to bring this up to Heather, which has already become awkward when Gina and Shannon had lunch at Master at Javier's. They were at Javier's with with Heather. And Gina being a normal, nice person, is like, I feel kind of bad because we're sitting here knowing this information about Heather. And Shannon is acting weird and telling me not to say it, and I totally agree. Well, only because they're talking about
1: Nicole, like because they're talking about her at the lunch. Literally, so Heather, Gina's talking like talking about
0: Nicole. They know Nicole is going to be at this party. It's weird that Shannon is sort of. It's like she feels like she has this power by knowing she this planted and that seed. She's waiting to use it in the right way, or waiting for Emily or Gina to say it, so then she can be like, "Oh, I didn't. I didn't know about that." And I I love that Gina and Emily are, are re- recognizing this behavior for what it is and calling it out and being like, I don't fucking like this. Why is Shannon doing this shit again?
1: And especially because they just, like I said, became friends again. So now they're like kind of mm-hmm. working into this friendship and now they're like, wait a second, they're opening their eyes. But like... It's she planted the seed like she does. And now she's like walking away. And she's like, it's a ticking time bomb for what's going to happen, which we obviously see is going to happen. But again, not at the right place or time like Heather's party is going to implode.
0: It was because a, of this I will information. say we've you, you know, you and I feel how we feel about cliffhanger endings on Housewives. I actually thought this was a good one. Yep, this was a good one they gave us those little flashes of what's going to happen. So we know that it's going to be intense. We know there's fourth wall breaking. We know that Heather kicks everybody out of her house. You know, we know it's going to be a whole thing. It's not just like two minutes left of an argument. Um, and also it, it feels like this is sort of an inciting incident. That's going to have a ripple effect throughout the season because, you know, Shannon and Heather are not on good terms currently. Um, the, I When I was talking to Heather the other night, she said something about how I asked her about Shannon and she was like, well, you know, sometimes when you're on the show, drama finds you and sometimes people seek it out. And Shannon, you know, like sh- Shannon just can't be content with trying to be friends with Heather. It's like, do you want to be friends with her? Do you want to ruin her life? Pick one. I would fucking love to be friends with Heather if you ask me.
1: I would right. love for the most iconic Line to come because it's like perfectly set up. We're at Heather's house and Shannon's stirring this pot. I would love for Heather to be like, we're done. Please leave. And she points to the door. (laughs) Also, my favorite thing of Housewives is that they're saying, don't tell anyone. Keep this a secret. We made a pact. Yet, I guess it's one of those moments where they forget there's cameras in front of them and in their confessionals, they're saying... Don't tell anyone, and we made a pact not to tell anyone. But like, I forget the cameras. I guess aren't going to play that on television. Whatever, yeah. we'll say doesn't make any sense.
0: I will just say, I think it might be a rough season for Shannon Bedore, and um, you know, based her on this episode, might
1: close after this. season. The storms they are <laughs> coming.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, like it just kind of seems like she does. If it's a rough season for her, at least. From what we know now, it kind of seems like she deserves it. Like she's doing it to herself.
1: She's a frag she's fragile. She's fragile.
0: Oh god. by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Player App Store and use code MENTION. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX is the Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is the Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Should we talk about Girls Trip?
1: Let's go to Turks and Caicos, shall we?
0: Ramona's. A fucking mess and just like can't get it together um, which <sighs> really I mean her behavior at this point is so predictable having watched Real Housewives of New York it's like we know the Ramona playbook exactly and, and yeah, Luann does kind of too and you know when Luann and Ramona have their little their little chat with each other at the beach day you know they show us the whole montage of all of Ramona's horrible apologies and it's pretty satisfying to see Luann finally being like yeah i've watched her do this for years and like i i'm not going to i don't like wanna sit through it anymore she in
1: ramona's own confessional she's like i don't care anymore so like nothing she says is genuine and i almost it's mm-hmm. so annoying because I almost don't want to talk about her because it's so like we're light, we're giving it like fuel, but it's, we have to because like she's so embarrassing. But like she even, like you just said, apologies. Cynthia was like taking her own time out, laying by herself, like thinking about what's going on. And Ramona was like, yeah, there's frittatas inside. I'm sorry I made you upset. Like she can't even like. Have an apology alone. She had to like ease into it with something else, and nothing. I would anything she ever says would go in one ear and out the other. No, shouldn't. No one should listen. And she says
0: (laughs) in her confessional, "You know, I don't really think I did anything wrong, but I saw that I upset her, so I felt like I should apologize." And that is the fact that she still doesn't realize that that is what she's doing wrong. And it's like Cynthia doesn't need a half-ass apology from you if you really don't think you did anything wrong. Just keep your mouth shut and give Cynthia her space. And it's like Ramona will always have that instinct that saying sorry is is like better than nothing. And it's like, if you really don't mean it, then saying sorry is is worse than just saying nothing. And, right. you know, I, I think Kenya in this episode does a good job of sort of just being like over it and like not giving Ramona the time of day. And it seems like Kenya is having the time of her life. I mean, she really... I didn't know what to expect from Kenya on this show because obviously she can be really messy. And aside from Ramona and whatever weird dynamic she has with Cynthia, Melissa loves Kenya. Kyle loves Kenya. I think Teresa really likes Kenya. Luann loves Kenya. Like Kenya is kind of the life of the party and she's not letting Ramona get her down. Whereas on the other side of the coin, you have Cynthia who's like in her feelings all day because she is still upset about what happened with Ramona and she's jealous of, you know, what Kenya is doing. And she had an issue with Kyle. Like they, Cynthia and Kenya are kind of having opposite experiences on this trip in a way that I find really um, sort of surprising. Cause I expected, I expected Cynthia to sort of get along with everyone and Kenya to kind of make enemies, but that's not really what's happened.
1: I think Cynthia is the type of girl who needs one-on-one girl time, mm-hmm. like not really much of like a group scenario. But I also we have to talk about the actual fight that sparked this whole Kenya and Ramona thing times ten, which was on their yacht day. Ramona was clearly like intoxicated, and she told Kenya to fuck you. But in that moment, the fuck you was really what threw Kenya. That was she. Yeah. That was it for her. I feel like it wasn't like fuck you. Like the meanest. It was just like, Oh, like kind of brushing it off, but she shouldn't have said it in general. But in that scene, she was getting, pissing everyone off. She was talking about Luann's sex life out loud in front of everyone, trying to embarrass her all the women are saying they're not giving ramona a pass but they feel bad for her which i guess is almost like worse because they're it's, like "Oh, yeah. she's, she has a sad life like whatever but she's clearly going through something and they're like trying to like help her and they're like you need to like look at what you're doing and saying mm-hmm. i don't know what that woman needs or what kind of reality check she actually needs but like What is gonna... I think she just is, like, in her life. This is it. She's not changing. Luann says, too, she's not changing. So I think these women should just stop talking to her and, like, move on.
0: Yeah, when... I think, aside from Kenya, all of these women, at least somewhat like Ramona and want her to, you know, want to uplift her, want her to feel good, whatever. But it's like, She's not giving them much to work with. and No. Yeah, I mean.
1: If you're the common denominator for all of the fights on the trip, you are the problem.
0: I mean, because that's the thing. I think when they sort of announced that this was happening and we found out who was in the cast, it was like, okay, like, is there even going to be drama? I feel like they're just on vacation for seven days. And for the most part, they've all really gotten along. I mean, for for the most part, except for the fact that Ramona is just the worst. And
1: she like knocked on everyone's doors. They're like, what do you want Ramona? She was, she's like just there giving out like crystals,
0: trying to get everyone to wear the face crystals. And I love that Kenya is like, LOL. No, Melissa's like, that's so last decade. And they show a picture of her from like season two or whatever with like these face crystals on. And whereas Ramona still thinks this is like, the funnest thing she could bring out for everyone to put on. She, um, and,
1: and if it's like what Cynthia she is nice goes, and where's like, the face crystals. Yes, she is. But okay. Also one, one other thing when they were, when these women were talking about their private jets, I just wanted to point out this conversation because we've had obnoxious ones in the past on housewives. But when Kenya said she was embarrassed by her nanny's outfit on a private jet, I, oh Kyle, even said, she's like, I'm from Beverly Hills, and this was the most unrelatable like conversation I've ever been in. I was like, wait, this, like, needs, we need to come back down. Like, this is too much. Ugh. And, like, not, not good. Not good. Yeah,
0: that was a lot. I was like, Kenya, please. <laughs> I did like when, um... When Kenya, Luann, and Teresa were in the car talking about their cameos, that was a really fun sort of peek behind the curtain of you know Luann saying that she charges one hundred twenty-five, and if she raises her price, then she gets less requests. <laughs> she has like,
1: volume.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's like, I do a volume. Wait, I did. I did the math because I'm bad at math. So did so I. Said, I did the
1: calculations too. It's thirty-seven hundred or
0: something. Thirty-seven hundred fifty was the amount of money she had sitting in her cameo inbox, just from the Be- current requests. And because
1: Kenya was like six figures. So I was like, wait, what? That doesn't sound right.
0: And it, I it's I think not. Luann showed <laughs> her something on the phone. And I think it was like how much she's made or something. like cause Damn, I these feel, people Housewives no, need to stop
1: posting <laughs> their bank accounts. There,
0: there are celebrities who have made like a million dollars from Cameo. It's pretty wild.
1: It's um, wild to you look know, at
0: what each of them charge. You know, who's like one of the number one people on Cameo randomly? Who? Did you ever who? watch The Office? Yes, of course. So, Brian Baumgartner who played yeah, Kevin, Kevin on The Office yeah. is like one of the top earners on Cameo. Cuz he does yeah. like a really he does like a really good job with them, I think. Um
1: Well, because he would talk in character, you know, and also oh um i sometimes i haven't done it in a while it was before i downloaded tiktok but if you download cameo you can like watch some of the ones that they've like done Mm -hmm. or practice or whatever and it's actually really cool i love doing that i'm gonna do that again sometime.
0: some people do like six minute long cameos i'm like honestly i just need like a 45 second birthday greeting (laughs) i don't need need Uh, you (laughs) to like find stuff to talk about really just like (laughs) say your catchphrase um you know list off the it's like it's like Hi, Barry. Happy birthday. You know, Dylan just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Um, he says that you're the biggest Bravo-holic um, and you're such a fan of the show. So, you know, keep mentioning it all.
1: Oh, <laughs> like, that's still, that I- was cute.
0: Thank you. That was a cute um, cameo. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Should we go in cameo? Yeah. Can you just like yeah. sign up?
1: Yeah. I Oh, do you um, have to have like prerequisites or something?
0: <laughs> I I feel like you might have to be like invited to join Cameo, but I can't. I'm not sure. But there it's are like also Raya. people. I like I like see people who are on Cameo, and I'm like, really? But you know, if if it's making you money, it's making you money. Hustle, I'm not mad baby, about, hustle. I'm not mad about diversifying your income streams. <laughs> um, also. Before, we should just mention, um, before we go, the Miami trailer came out and it premieres two Thursdays f- from now. So, like, right, basically, Girls Trip is going to end next week. And then the week after, we get Miami. So that's very exciting.
1: I am so excited because, again, I feel like, well, first of all, you know that, but it looked like... um It looks like old school housewives and like real drama and like yeah, yeah, it looks like when Adriana says that Larsa is trying to be Kim Kardashian, knowing that they're no longer friends, is amazing. Mm -hmm. Like Lisa, oh my god, Alexia, I can't, I can't wait to meet the new women. Like this looks good. We actually personally, I think know one of the Real Housewives. Not personally, but we've met her before.
0: Gertie, Um, yes. Yeah, um, so Gertie, who's is joining the cast, she is uh like an event stylist, designer, you know, Planner. all of those words. Yeah. And um she did both Sammy and Aileen's weddings. So yeah, she we, she's to the been,
1: office, she's beautiful.
0: Yeah, she's been on the Batch's Brides podcast, um, and I think maybe is doing it like, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> Gertie is a friend of the pod, and we'll definitely try to have her on to talk Miami but oh my god so much fun stuff happening can't wait for next week um yeah don't forget to check out our Betches merch collection our we have lots of fun Bravo stuff um I am personally enjoying my coasters a lot I use them in my apartment every day and I think we just got them back
1: in stock
0: um well I wear my
1: sweatshirt hats and drink out of my mugs all day every
0: day okay yeah Barry uses all the products um Betches.co slash (laughs) Bravo Betches.co slash Bravo merch uh, to check out everything we have for sale. <laughs> Great holiday gifts uh, or for yourself, as I, I love gifting myself. Um, and yeah, don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches, and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool.
1: Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Batches.